Week six, here we come. Mike Shope, Adam Krautwurst. Another episode of The Deep End is just getting underway. You haven't missed anything. You you did, actually, you did miss Jake Scott, if you're watching, crashing <laughs> to the floor just minutes before uh, airtime, but oh, oh, there doesn't no. appear to be any breakage, which is good. <laughs> just a little, little bump. So we will talk about, of course, we'll get to waivers ideas as we head into week six. But before that, check a couple of standings. We're doing all right. See uh, what our chances are. Looking good in a couple tournaments. The most shocking storyline of the fantasy season or the NFL season is maybe how the Seattle-Denver trade, the Russell Wilson trade, has just gone upside down. Got to talk about that. And what about Taysom Hill? Let's go. Mike and Adam, welcome to the deep end. looks unscathed no who, who i i feel i'm embarrassed who who i, I know is the mvp well, i don't even know who it is this is jake scott safety for miami oh, safety. He might have two interceptions in the game he had at least one in the end zone uh for the dolphins when they went undefeated against washington incredible right there jets my this i i've been lazy back here it, like, it wasn't mercury yeah. morris all the, all the talking he he does <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> these are last week's matchups. Or should, yeah, Green Bay Giants. I have last week's. That's, that's lazy. That's lazy. <laughs> that, that's lazy. All right. So I am I am here because of Adam and the guys at Draft Sharks who brought me on, I guess, two, two plus years ago. And what do you know? Draft Sharks Invitational, what season three, know? and I'm in the lead. What do you know? See, see, Mike. The difference. Some people, uh, some people need to see it first. Like, like, listen. We all know Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL, but everyone has to. Oh no, he's got to win a Super Bowl first. He's got, and then no. Here at Draft Sharks, we like to. Ju- we are. We we saw it before it happened. We knew Mike Shope was going to be a star, so we put him <laughs> on the team, and here he is. He's in, he's in first place of the Draft Sharks Invitational. Right ahead of friend of the show, Billy Musio. Uh, incredible. I mean, we're fine. Don't say it's early. I, I I won't let you say it's early because it's not early. Okay. We're five weeks in teams are establishing like the person who should say it's early. It's is me. Cause I'm in like 50th place. <laughs> oh, it's early. It's early. No, no, no. You're in first. You got a nice little eight point lead. Do you have that squad? Is, is that on the, you have that? Yeah. that okay. Yep. I'm adding it, I'm adding it right now. There, there it is. Can you see it? So I, yeah, can you, I drafted a couple things. I drafted in the first division to the first yep. night first night and and i picked last and okay. the first guy if not the first two guys didn't know it was super flex so that probably helped me because i was able to get hurts at 12 and as soon as the next night like the quarterbacks were getting pushed up there, there was still you know could have been trey lance just as easily as hurts sure um, but th- that's what happened so i started hurts kelsey yeah and you know we went from there um, I mean, top QB or top two or three QB, top uh, tight end after mm-hmm. a four touchdown per- performance. What a night! Nick Chubb. Yep. Uh, there, there's still potential here with guys that have not really done much, like Dobbins, even Camara. Camara yes. has come on. Yeah. Brandon Cooks, Romeo Dobbs. I'd really love to see for my portfolio. Dobbs just it was a I think it was a step back last week, but 
just sort of take over in Green Bay. Yeah. And I mean, Lockett, Godwin is just starting Rondale Moore. So, and of course, Chiggy Oconquo at the bottom. <laughs> uh, just He's going to play going. a role before this movie's over. Okay. I, I need that. <laughs> I, I I do like having Kenny Pickett on this team. So it's Cousins, Hurts, yes. and Pickett. Coming around. And that was just like, he's going to have to play. And San Francisco didn't do it that way. Some teams don't, but come on. You're, you're, you're going to, I mean, in San Francisco's case, Garoppolo had taken them to a Super Bowl. So it's a little different than what right. Trubisky represented in Pittsburgh. But yep. I feel like Pickett looked okay in the Buffalo game. Yeah, I, I thought it looked okay too. And I even t- texted some of the draft sharks guys like, listen, he can – he can move the ball in this. I mean, the Bills are the best defense in the, in the NFL, especially pass defense. So he's not going to go into Buffalo and throw all over him. But he looks like, listen, he gets the ball to George Pickens and he gets the ball to his receivers. Like they all had eight, nine, two, eight, 10, and 12 targets. Like he gets the ball to the right guys. He's throwing fade routes. He's trusting his guys. He's not a superstar, but he, for all we want him to do is get the ball to the, to the receivers. So, uh, so yeah, no, I think, I think Pickett will be good. And again, uh, so yeah, congrats to you. Five weeks in, Mike Schopenlead, Billy Musio, John Scuderi, former uh, FFPC main event champ. Met him out in Vegas. Great guy. Right. Loves Colombini's Pizza here in North Carolina, New York. As do I. <laughs> uh, Zach Zach Kruger, not another great guy. Mike Beer. Everybody's great. You know, we've met oh. all these guys. Mike Beers, J- Jack Miller, holding on to the all those Aliva Richardson, Abib, and Kevin Scott. I don't know who's in what league, but but Jack's living on the edge right, right now. <laughs> leading his league and in like 10th place, but uh, I have JJ. You have JJ. Okay. So yeah, no, congrats to all these guys. The Leone's in the top 20 there. So um, yeah, no, we're going to be, we're going to be following this for, for sure. Oh, I can't wait. It's good. There are okay. trucks parked outside. <laughs> Thanks right. Bradley for the, for the compliment. He loves, he loves, he loves. The Feels show. Good. I'm really looking for, it. I'm looking for affirmation in this, in this, group you know i mean these are the very best the best of the best players and analysts and i just you know i want to hold my own it's year three and you know this year i'm hoping to win something so um we'll see we're also looking pretty good you and i separately wc in the player profiler yeah yeah look at the overall leaderboard here it's been fun to watch and it's been fun like when you have a team you like and then you see your buddy like right near you yeah yeah louis g and i are at 19 yep and you're at 21 Super this close. is the overall standings for the player profile. Not that this matters at the moment. This matters more like for the for the final three week race, but um, but it matters to show like how good your team is. And that's what I think. I saw when in today looked, my team was four and one, had a ton of points. I'm like, oh, let me go check the overall. And the first thing I see, I'm scrolling down. I'm like, oh my God, there's Louie and Mike sitting ahead <laughs> of me. I've always been chasing you guys all year. But um, yeah, no, that's great. Um and you know how many? T- I only think I did two, maybe three teams. I think two teams. I don't know. I, and I fell asleep at the end of one of them. This is yes, not the you one. You and I are in one league together. Yeah, we have a side bet, and we're both two and two and three or three and two. We're both in the middle. Yeah. Um, this is a very similar format to the football guys. Yes, the, the player profiler in terms of you know qualifying for the sprint and keeping your your scores with you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, I like getting those live updates. They, they have that at their sites too sometimes, but where you can, yep. I, I'll admit, Louie was at the stadium at Steelers Bills and we were texting uh, screenshots of these standings. I don't know, uh, like two o'clock. It's, it's an Allen and Gabe Davis team, ours. Oh, so yeah. We got up to second for a minute on, on Sunday. Oh, nice. 
Yeah. Very nice. Good. Love it. Thank you. So that's going well. Um, what's not going well? Main event, I think, for me, a little bit. Okay. Just, like, Darren Armani, Fantasy Mojo, tweeted out a team last week that had Bridgewater, who was actually zero, flat zero. Naheem Hines, injured in the first series, one <sighs> point, if that. And then um, T. Higgins, active and also zero. And I told Darren, like, I don't have a team with all three, but all four of my main event teams had at least one. And a couple Correct. had two. So, yep. very tough week. Did we go? I think I went 0-4. Yeah. Better in football, guys, but that wasn't great. Bridgewater, what can you do when that happens? Right. It's it's Bridgewater, it's Hines. I forgot to put it as a topic here, but this week six coming up is the uh, all play in the, the FFPC. So we're talking – I, I kind of – how do you look at week six for the all play? So for people who don't um, know kind of what the all play is, maybe it's their first year, it's it's when they added that extra week in the NFL schedule, they needed to figure out what to do with it, and they put made an all play week, week six. Again, I, I wish they would have done it with no bye weeks weeks one through five, but they did it week six. And so instead of playing head to head, you're playing everybody. So you basically have to finish in the top six in scoring. This is for football guys in main event only. Um, they did this for the FFWC. They did it weeks one, two, and they're doing it week 14. I yeah, forget I so. kind of the reason behind why they did it that way, but I like all, all, all play because I'm the, the team that, you know, I, I like my chances to finish in the top six in scoring. I'm usually, you know, that's where I can usually get every, every week. In fact, this year is a, is a season where I'm going to like it even more because I'm just I'm constantly up in the top and just getting um, kind of bad beat on some of the teams that I'm playing. So uh, I look at it as an opportunity to kind of it's like a get right week. Like okay, let's get out, let's score our points, let's get our win, and get the heck out of there. You know, so we don't have to worry about you know oh, we're going to score 180 and lose or something like that. Score your 180, get your win, and go. Would you ever set your lineups differently? I was ho- hoping you would ask me that because I I. I think I might like I had I went and set set them uh, Tuesday morning without that in mind, and then I'm going to come back to them obviously a couple of times throughout the course of the week. But I think I might get less risky in that where it's like it's a fifty fifty. I just got to come in the top half, and so maybe a guy that um, has a has a higher range of outcomes I might leave out for the guy with the with more of a guaranteed um, lock on lock on points. So um, how about how about yourself? I think, you know, I would defer to you on that, but I think it can probably be pretty easy to overthink that. Yeah. You know, chasing a so-called higher floor. I mean, I think it's probably case by case, but, uh, you know, like in some of these main events, I have a couple teams that are one and four, and then maybe you're thinking the opposite way where you just have to score like crazy because getting it on record is going to be really tough at this point. Yeah. So, like, who does that mean? I'll tell you one guy it means, and he's on the list for later, unless you want to do it now, and that is Taysom Hill. Yeah, let's do it now. I mean, yep. just what the heck? We talked Taysom about him Hill. Saturday, right? Did you end up getting him in some leagues and starting him? I don't think I started him anywhere. Okay. One team, this happened to, to my friend Mark and, and I, same way last year, where you're just trying to get lucky at tight end because you know you don't have the safe elite option, and we just – guessed wrong all the time you know turning to somebody right after a good week which is you know sort of you know it's going to (laughs) be you know it's going to be hard to like Njoku even this year Njoku had the big night game and I'm thinking like well you can't start him next week but that has held up you know pretty well it has held up pretty well and he's now more consistent and you can probably play him with some confidence this though 
<laughs> what what do you do? Like, does it matter what your record is at this point? How many how many tight ends can you and I come up with where we'd agree that we'd start them over Taysom Hill against the Bengals? I can I can lock in probably eight. That's what I was gonna say. Eight. Eight. Kelsey Andrews. Yep. Still Pitts. Still Kittle. Pitts. Kelsey Andrews. Pitts. Kittle. Yep. Goddard. Goddard. Higby. Higby. Njoku. Njoku. Waller. Um. Gotcha. Waller is Waller hurt? I don't think Waller's yeah. playing. But I, I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to miss. But he didn't. He that's another zero this week. Uh, right. He got injured early Monday night. Right. And then we've got Ertz. Ertz, Ertz is playing the Seattle's the number thirty-two ranked tight end defense. So I might put him in there. But after that, I mean, probably not Gerald Everett because he got he's either that, that's a guy that's you're going to start him this week. He's either a one or he's a twenty-five in points. You know who do you who do you start him? You start him or Evan Ingram, who's a who's nine or ten every week. So, but yeah, yeah. after that, t- t- Taysom Hill. I mean. Why? Well, why not? He's facing Cincinnati's tight twenty uh, eighth ranked tight end defense as far as points points allowed to, to tight ends, and he has to, he doesn't even play tight end. <laughs> That's a, he's not even like we're not. It's a tight end premium. It doesn't even matter. We we had to start him. I don't know if you heard uh, Matt and I talking about it on the Monday morning uh, recap pod, but yep. we start we started him in our draft sharks main event because we had to, and it was just I, uh, I would be so frustrated if I was the guy if I was the guy playing us because. <laughs> Just our team was not good, and he went crazy. And so, you know, as long as Andy Dalton's starting, Taysom Hill should be a, a big op, a big option there. You know, it, it kind of hurts Alvin Kamara. It stinks. But, like, for, for Taysom Hill, he's getting goal line stuff, and he's getting passing work and all this other – and he should. Like, I'm not saying he should be a starting quarterback, but when he, when he he whenever he is, he's a fantasy feast. So, like – he should definitely be, be rostered and sure start him because what's the worst case scenario? You start like you, you start him over Irv Smith and Irv Smith scores six points and he scores four. You know what I mean? Like who cares? So yeah, absolutely start him. You know, you want to factor in everything. You can't overthink it, but how good is the rest of my lineup? You know, what are my other options at tight end? Of course, I think I would start Hayden Hurst over Taysom. Yeah, Hurst, I think it, I would. Yeah. Hurst has been, has, has been great, especially if, I haven't heard anything new on Higgins, but if Higgins is out again, Hurst is Hurst is going to be a stud. Higgins, Higgins did not practice. Um, Dalton Schultz is forgotten at this point. I mean, hurt and then hurt again. So yeah. it depends on whether he plays, I guess. But yeah, Hill is just it's just so wild. Like everybody's these days focused on opportunities, snaps, targets, target share, everything like this. He's all the he's the worst and everything. They hate he plays twenty snaps, but if a handful around the goal line. I, I see. I did the thing that I'm often pointing out about other people. Mark and I have that main event team. We did play Hill last week when they played in London over yep. over Alberto and someone else. You know, Bellinger, I think. Right. And he got in, and it won us the game. It, that difference, that one touchdown, won us the game. Is almost the only thing he did in the game. And you know, good fantasy players know they don't want to live like that. You know, you sort of discount that. In a couple of expert leagues, I'm curious tonight to see with Hill available if the league is going to condescend to him in the bidding because, oh, no, you know, that's kind of how most people sort of talk about Taysom Hill forever, even in terms of him as a prospect. He's always putting him down, putting him down. Puts up 34 at a position where, like, nobody gets you five after the first 10 guys. I mean, it's kind of hard to to say no. Right, and he's like – 
that's a great point. He doesn't even play tight end, but he slots in at tight end. So when he plays, he's getting valuable. You know, he's getting goal line carries. He's getting, he, he's throwing the ball. Like he's a quarterback slash running back that you can put in at tight end. And after the top, like you said, six or seven, there's no one worth starting. So yeah, absolutely. You might as well, you might as well slide, slide to Taysom Hill in there. One uh, thing about New Orleans that has made me like them and where I've done this a couple of times is because after Camara, they are kind of nowhere. I mean, Ingram doesn't work and Murray got claimed by Denver. So Tony Jones in and out, like they really don't have anybody after Camara and Camara missed a game anyway himself. Like they really don't right. have anybody, a game in London where he'll score is the game Camara missed. Yeah. So um, there's, rushing opportunity for him it's just going to be the whole point of Taysom Hill is just going to be like here and there in the course of a game Winston was back today and he might play that could change your your metrics a little bit on on Hill but Michael Thomas was not I think Olave sounds good for Sunday but he's still not official out of the concussion okay. what a stud that guy is he's so great he's so it's and this is kind of getting our ahead of ourselves here but next year man it's almost like theo uh greminger was talking i read listened to a podcast he did last year and just talking about how um over at the goat district how just you just take the rookie receivers man and they're just going to be good and a lot of it is has to do with you know a lot of teams are playing a lot way more zone than than teams used to play you know what i mean so these these receivers don't have to be these incredible savvy route runners coming out of college, they can just, Hey, get open in the zone and then be awesome with the ball. You know what I mean? And so it, it takes him, doesn't take him three years to, to, to develop. I remember, you know, back in the day, it was all the three year, the third year breakout receiver. Now it's the third week breakout receiver. Yeah, like these right. guys are, they're athletic. They're awesome. They're ready to go. And so uh, I'm just going to, we can almost blindly just move rookie receivers up in the draft next year just based on previous ADP from where they used to go just move them up around or around or so because even Garrett Wilson's awesome now he hasn't it's been a little different with Zach Wilson but he's still awesome so and he was going in the 11th round so yeah it's, it's time to time to move these guys up those guys have both they have the athletic talent first round pick you know ability then yep. they also have the draft capital piece so you know teams and especially these days to your point want to get them on the field you get to guys like Dobbs or Khalil Shakir in Buffalo that might be good enough to do well. And they're Gabe Davis two years ago in Buffalo where they're drafted in the fourth and fifth round, but they can play. I mean, Shakir was very nice in this game, not to mention second round guys, Pickens and Alec yeah. Pierce, uh, I think too. Pierce. There's just, it's just loaded. It's loaded. Yeah. And hopefully everyone, we, we, we talked a lot to guilds last week about fantasy baseball winnings but oh. we did mention we did mention pick up Shakir for a dollar last week so hopefully everybody did that because he's either not available or he's going to go for way more than a dollar <laughs> yeah I think he'll have a, a regular role um maybe not startable in our our stuff if McKenzie factors in too but there's a lot to like there's a lot to yeah. like about that guy dynasty yeah. dynasty is worth way more than he was you know when after the draft way more yeah, and I think Shakir is better than McKenzie. Like I've been the McKenzie versus Crowder guy, but now I think I might be uh, Shakir over McKenzie guy. I mean, he just made plays. He made basic plays last week, but he also made plays that McKenzie doesn't make. He, you know, he down the field seam, contested, seam catch. route right. contested, right. yeah. And That's right. I've been talking about this forever with Gabe Davis. This stuff matters when your all-world quarterback trusts you, like to make that throw. 
for Josh to trust him on that throw, like, oh my God, and he made the catch. That's just going to, that's going to catapult you as a rookie uh, receiver. And he's probably a better run blocker than McKenzie. So yeah, no, he's, I think he might be something. Let's talk about the, the Seahawks yeah. and the Russell Wilson trade just going completely upside down here this year. Starting with Seattle. I don't know. Maybe I've said this to you before. I even did this on WGR today because I love the topic so much. I love the story so much. I heard you talking about it yesterday. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah. That's what Bill's fans right now are craving is uh, Seahawks. (laughs) Feel like their team isn't the best in the league. Um, It's legit. I think it's legit. It is. And I, I love the argument for Geno Smith. Why shouldn't it be believable a first round talent, you know, a down year for quarterbacks and he didn't go in the first round, but he could have, he was most people's, he was the consensus QB one out of West Virginia in that draft. He goes to the jets, unfortunately for him, which for more than one reason, it's that you're, you're up against it with your New York and not everybody's wired for that. And you know, that team, even going back that far and farther with their passing offense and coaches like good luck, Rex Ryan, you know, good luck. So washes out there. And then, and this happens to so many guys, I think, Adam, then you're nobody's guy. Like at once this happened with, with Mayfield or, you know, Josh Rosen actually before that, where once you are out at your team that drafted you, you don't have that advantage anymore. And now somebody else does probably on that team. Buffalo had Matt Barkley still does. And I've, I've used this argument about Matt Barkley before. I feel like there's a player in there, but you know, after he, gets caught, doesn't get the draft capital in the first place, gets caught, bounces around, and nobody's making any investment. And these teams don't want to look like they believe in guys like that. You know, those guys are usually considered over. They're just sort of journeyman uh, scout team guys. So anyway, Geno Smith, all these years, apparently working on his game. Why wouldn't he be getting better, not getting hit? And then... He, he falls into a situation with no pressure. It's Seattle and not New York. Nobody's mm-hmm. expecting anything except losing and slow pace and a quarterback in next year's draft. What a spot. And he's got Metcalf and Lockett. And a very good running back. Like, that could work. So, I know Penny's out, but Walker might be even better. Just as, Maybe just as good. Same situation. I know their schedule gets tougher, but I am, I'm loving this and also believing in it. It's so cool. Oh, it's it's so cool, and it just shows to show you, like, no, we, nobody knows nothing. <laughs> like, like we don't know anything. Like, we're 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 murdering Pete Carroll, and we're I mean, we still should, but we're murdering the Seahawks, <laughs> and just they stink, and their line stinks, and their defense stinks, and their quarterbacks. St- and here we are, like, Geno Smith looks looks awesome. I mean, we're not just talking like about game manager; we're talking you know, rolling left, flipping his hips, throwing dimes down the sidelines, like rising in the pocket. And I, you know, I was, I was saying this on Monday and Matt was like, you know, all my, all my flag football quarterback uh, prowess I'm talking about, but he look, his mechanics look like they've changed. Like he's looks like he's hopping into throws differently and the ball's exploding. And, and so, yeah, it's great for everybody. It's great for him, for his fantasy. He's available on waiver wires. Still guys go, go pick him up, drop, Jameis Winston drop quarterback 18 through 24 that you have as your number two and go pick him up because he's, he's going to be worth it because of Lockett because of Metcalf. He's made Lockett a top 10 
fantasy receiver. Metcalf's right up there. Uh, it's great for the whole offense and great for Kenny Walker. Now he's got the backfield all to himself pretty much. He'll give up some passing down work to DJ Dallas. Fine. Uh, apparently Kenny Walker can't catch and anyways, from what everyone was saying in, in July, but we'll see about we'll see. that. We'll, yeah, we'll see. see, but he, he better, better, better pros, better rushing prospect than, than, than Rashad Penny. So uh, he could be really, I've got a couple teams, you know, where I go and look, I'm like, Oh man, I got Kenny Walker now revive, save my season or catapult me. I think I have a, I have a main event where I just threw Kenny Walker on, on the roster. He was already on the roster, but now he's in my starting lineup and the team looks way different now, you know, a zero RB team. So um, yeah, the Seahawks are going to be great for fantasy now. Thanks to thanks to Geno Smith. I think that makes DJ Dallas and even maybe is Travis Homer still a thing like the backups now that are one step away in Seattle and they might get the passing game work anyway. Like you said, the sort of a under the radar, relatively speaking waiver ideas tonight. OK, because, yes. you know, I've heard I've heard just podcast after podcast talking about if Kenneth Walker. Right. Okay. Right. We right. know, but he's probably not. And then, you know, the deep end, right. We want attention on DJ Dallas who could be DJ. De- uh, and we'll talk about guys coming up, but DJ Dallas is definitely a guy you're going to want to go pick up because he, he does have the passing game role. He's a veteran there. He knows that he knows the roster and he's another running back. That's one injury away. On the other side of that trade, almost just as incredible, maybe just as incredible is the Denver side. And Russell Wilson, I mean, you'd rather have Geno Smith than Russell Wilson, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Um, yeah, Russell Wilson, you know, and it's all, you know, all this, the problems, all that all come to find out. He has a, what do you have, like a torn muscle or something like that? It's just like, well, okay, fine. But like the, the, the problems that I'm seeing with the offense aren't the torn muscle. Like it's on third down. They snap the ball. He looks down and just looks for somewhere to run. Like he doesn't even, it's like, he doesn't even know the play that's being called. Uh, that's the problem. The problem is he's looking around and not throwing, not being decisive with his reads. It's not his inaccuracy. Now he did miss uh, Judy on a long, deep drag route that might've resulted in a touchdown that last week and stuff like that. But he didn't look like he was, he underthrew him. He just threw it too far inside. So I don't think it's the injury. I think it's, everything else maybe plus the injury but uh yeah Geno Smith I would I would feel more comfortable start starting Geno over Russell Wilson here for the near for the near future Wilson does have Sutton and Judy yep and you know sort of enough to work with there even with Javante Williams out for me to think that there still can be a pulse there and it should take time with a new coaching staff even if you're Russell Wilson Super Bowl winner to to assimilate in a new offense so it's not the most surprising. Um, it, it's surprising in how really bad, like their timing has looked. You know, they, they sort of look like a team that doesn't practice. And right, that's right, surprising. that's right. That's a great we know point. what we know what Russell Wilson wears to practice his uniform. We just don't know if they actually have practice. Correct in Denver. I mean, I, I like Wilson. I think much of the criticism about his personality is unfair. Like he, he might that's be just different. how he is. He's, right. Seems like he is different, but I don't think that means he can't play the game. We've seen it for a decade. But you know, Judy, Judy's tenuous as a starter, isn't he? I mean, yeah. is that is that not much to say? Sutton less Sutton's in my lineups. Yeah, Sutton's right. Sutton's less less tenuous. Judy is. You know, I feel like he's right there. Like he scored a couple couple times, and I think he's getting open and stuff like that. But Russ has missed him and excuse me. And so, 
yeah, he's another fourth, fifth round receiver in that range of all those receivers I was taking. It just hasn't, hasn't clicked. It hasn't clicked with Juju. It's clicked oh. a little bit more with Judy, but not, not really. I mean, there's a whole Brandon Cooks we'll talk about. Like it's a whole whole group. I feel like way more misses than there were hits in that in that four or five round range. McLaurin, Elijah Moore. Yeah. Like the just, list goes. They're just getting squeezed. Bateman. I mean, Bateman, even Bateman, right. Uh, you wanted Amon Ross, St. Brown, and no one else. Mooney. No. <laughs> God, no one really, else in that range. Just well, disaster. that's tough. I mean, when you're drafting, of course, you don't know anything like this, and you're doing your best. The ADP speaks for itself, and a lot of those guys were clustered together. Allen Robinson would be quintessential. Yeah, in this another area. one. It's amazing. Maybe uh, next week we'll just pull up a pull up a draft from the end of August and look at the fourth. I mean, it's just so it's it's gross, and it's just you know for people who were doing. Which is why it's hard. Like, there's been a lot of talk about how the zero RB is killing this year, but it's not killing because of the receivers. It's killing because of the Josh Jacobs in the eighth round and Kenneth Walker in the tenth round and like all the running backs that are smashing later on. The receive yeah. the high end receivers are fine, but like we're talking about like the th- like we just went through the fourth, the fifth. I mean, Keenan Allen in the third round's been dead. You know, T, T. Higgins hot, hot and cold, which they're they're going to be. But like the fourth, fifth round, sixth round got Michael Thomas. Like every, like, it's just, it's so, like all of them have just been so gross. We haven't had that huge breakout other than Amon Ra, who's now missed a game and a half or two games essentially um, with, with injury. So, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how some of these rosters kind of shake out at the, at the end of the year. Very interesting. I'd, I do a bonus episode, just looking at draft boards. I miss drafting. Oh, I know. I miss it. Listen, underdogs offer a draft. We can do one. We can do one tonight. I think. Do they have a draft going on? There's they have something that's underdogs. ending tomorrow. They have a, a tournament that's ending. It's closing tomorrow. Oh, uh, but I've not been in there. Well, yeah, that good point of the running backs. It's it's Kareem Hunt a little bit. It's Miles Sanders for sure. It's Ceh and all his touchdowns. Singletary to some extent. Like those guys. <laughs> this one main team I have uh, just haunts my. My thoughts haunts, all, the, haunts, all the time. Haunts your haunts your dreams. Diggs, Lamb, Mike Williams, Cooks, Robinson, which I know, like, not everybody would start a draft that way. But then right to running back, Dobbins, CEH, Singletary, Hunt, in some order. So that's my draft through nine weeks. I don't have the elite quarterback. And I don't have Tyler Higby or some other tight end that's working out. So I'm I'm stuck. Right, and I think I wouldn't have been so much if one of those receivers hits. But there's a whole, you know, like you said, another show, whole strategy session. I'm I'm pretty sure I got that wrong. Not just am losing. Yeah, All but right. I mean, if, 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 you, if you hit the right running backs there, though, I think, I think you'd well, be okay. And, and you know, and again, it's like we just haven't had, we haven't those middle round. And there's, I feel like there's some there's some life left. There's some outs for those guys still. I think like there's been a lot of injuries, like the Bateman. Mike, Michael Thomas, there's been a lot of injuries to those guys and they haven't, haven't been there. Um, even like guys like Jamar Chase is wide receiver 22. Like that's been weird. They can't get him the ball. Um, but you've got, what you've got is the receivers kind of after that, that have really like all the rookie, the Chris Olaves, you know, Amar, Amari Cooper, like a lot of those eighth, ninth round guys have stepped up um, and to kind of make up for that, for that kind of um, the players not popping off yet, you know? So you know, uh, Allen Robinson's probably dead. I think they brought him in to be, hey, listen, Cooper Cup's going to be our guy in everywhere in between the 20s, but in the red zone. Like, I think he's like third 
in the tied for third in the NFL in in red zone um, uh, targets. Robinson. Robinson is yeah, and it's just yeah. they had they haven't connected They've connected once, twice, called back on a on a stupid penalty, but like. Uh, you know, they got to get into the bye week. Their bye week is not this week, but the next week. Get into that right. bye week. And then let's see. But I'm not starting him. I'm not starting him now. I'm not starting him coming out of the bye week. Let's see if they can get if they can get it right. The only Rams you can start are Cup and Higby. Right. Absolutely. I, I cut Stafford in a league this week, and I've seen him on the waiver wire this week doing, yep. doing waivers. Like he's but cute mid. I mean, with no rushing upside, I, I trust McVay to get it right. And I think a lot of it, has to do with just him not throwing with these guys, especially Robinson all off season. And, you know, and, and so then not having that connect, cause it's clear, like the, the connection just isn't, isn't, isn't there. So um, I feel like that's probably has a lot to do with it, but yeah, you're definitely not starting it uh, starting him until, until then. Carolina this week at the Rams. And if Carolina can hang and even win uh, at the Rams with PJ Walker, and all their problems. Oh. New coach, man, DJ, that would be DJ uh, Moore is another one. If I right, DJ Moore is another one. If I'm the Rams, I do not want to play a team like that right, right. now. Or like, you know, I'm not. I don't. That's not thinking like a player, but right. Sort of. A fan, don't know what to fan. expect. Right, right. There's no, there's no good result there. Like I have to win. I have to beat Carolina at home. I know. And I know. if I don't, I'm two and four going to the bye. And my quarterback was injured before the season even started, and he's getting pounded. They can't block anybody. Right. So good luck to, you know, their passing game. They can't block anybody or run the ball. Yep. Well, shows how much parity and how fickle it all is that the Super Bowl teams are the two worst teams in the NFL at yards per play through five weeks. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, waivers tonight. What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, if you want to start with quarterback, Geno Smith, go, go, go grab him, right? He's proven that he's it's a coming out party for him this year ton of talent around around him defense isn't good so he's going to be in shootouts he looks good go pick him up um especially if you're streaming quarterbacks go go at him um so that's where i would start at quarterback um, how do you feel about zach wilson yeah you know what i added i when, when i lost uh, I, did, I did main event team where i lost trey lance and my backup was someone that was terrible so i ended up dropping them both and picked up zach wilson and another quarterback um, that I'm going to just stream and I'm okay with starting Zach Wilson. He's got, I mean, I don't care if they win, you know, it's, he's got the upside. He's got, he's got the receivers. He can run a little, a little bit. Um, he's got the talent around him. So I think he's okay. I mean, again, he's a streamer. I would rather have Gino. I'd rather start Gino over, over him. Um, he's probably like QB 18 every, every week, but he has upside into the, into the QB ones because of uh, his defense isn't great. They're a little bit better. They're not, but they're, they're, they're not great. He's going to be in shootouts. San Francisco is interesting among running backs right now. I mean, Mitchell will come back in a week or two, probably, or maybe. Yeah. Wilson's been very nice if you had him. That worked out. But you have Tevin Coleman now. They released yeah. Marlon Mack. It's always this way with San Francisco. Tyrion Davis-Price is practicing. Yeah. Jordan Mason, I think, still exists. But stashing him has led to nothing because right. like, he just never, never gets the ball. And if, if there's not someone I missed, like that's still a little bit of a – of a cluster there. I think Coleman is interesting. Kyle Shanahan's had him in Atlanta, in San Francisco. Like yep. coaches love guys like that, like a Jamal Williams sort of player where they yes. know what they're going to get. And with, with San Fran, like some week it could just be someone else running the ball 24 times. And so Coleman, you know, he, he 
participated last week. Did he not score even in that game? He did. Against Carolina? Yeah, he scored on a nice long one. Yep. No, he's somebody that – or Davis Price. I mean, one or the other. Um, always be ready to go deep on San Fran. Yeah, exactly. Add, add them all. Uh, Mason, you could probably shift out now. And it's okay. Like, you add Mason, it doesn't work out. Great. Move on to the next. Like, for every Mason, there's a Jeff Wilson. So, and you're not spending a ton of money on those type of guys. But Coleman, I think Coleman's definitely le- um, leapfrog, leapfrog, whatever however you're going to call it. Um, TDP. Oh, yes. yes. T- T- TDP because, you know, he's a rookie and, you know, Coleman is, like you said, Coleman is a Shanahan guy and he looked, he looked good. So he, I, I'm, I would be adding Coleman for sure. Um, and, and, you know, Jeff Wilson could go down. Elijah Mitchell was the ad th- three weeks ago. Like I was adding him everywhere. If he's available in your home league or whatever, uh, maybe even go try to trade for him cheap. Because again, once he comes back for the playoff run, I think he's, he's, he's going to be the guy. Uh, so go, go at him. I think another, sorry, go ahead, Mike. It's, it- it's hard to know, isn't it? I mean, yes. they could they could keep with Wilson. They could go elsewhere. Like, it's really hard to know. That's that's life with San Francisco. Like, there's upside if you get it right, but you have to get it right. Right, right. Um, another, like, to go off the Seahawks again, uh, DJ Dallas is another guy I would be adding. Um, you know, he's uh, he's the guy right behind Kenneth Walker now, but he's, he's pass catching. Um, so I like him. We talked about him a little bit. Um, another running back, Josh Kelly is a guy who I think has now uh, supplanted himself as the number two behind Eckler. Eckler's so stinking good. Every time I don't have a lot of Eckler because I was taking receivers in that range and not because I didn't trust Eckler, but because, you know, he's so tiny and I just, I think he's eventually going to miss a couple games, but that's why I was kind of going receiver there. But every time I see him run, I'm like, man, I should have taken more Eckler. But, um, but Kelly is a guy who I think is the number two there now for sure behind a smallish, Running back, he looked good, um, scored, and so he would be another guy that I would be looking into. Who do they throw the ball to out of the backfield if Eckler goes away? Right, I, Michelle, Keenan Allen. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe they'll maybe they'll just get, they'll get him back and, and, and do that. But um, receiver wise, in terms of like FFPC and the bigger leagues that we do, or or player profiler, um, it's guys that teams gave up on that can still. They were drafted. It's Jarvis Landry. It's Robbie Anderson. You know, veterans who are like ninety percent owned, but league to league, you see guys. DJ Chark is another one. Marvin Jones is another one. Would you would you bother? Like, is there were maybe one of those guys? Is it worth bothering, or would you rather have sort of a handcuff potential or someone else? Yeah, I think I think you, you could bother. Again, it depends on your on your team build. Like, you, there's some. You know, wide receivers that have been getting hurt, so maybe we add some of those guys. I think Sh- Shakir, like we talked about earlier, is an interesting one. Um, but Marvin Jones is a little bit tougher because, again, there's just so many mouths to feed there that are kind of in the same range. Like, who's it going to be every every single week? Um, but I, you, you know me, I prefer I prefer to do it to, to do a little, a little handcuffing. You know, um, but um, but even a guy like speaking of handcuffing, like even a guy like Ben Skoronek. You brought him up a couple couple weeks ago. Like he has been kind of like the default number three behind behind Higby. Uh, they love his they love, love his blocking. And if Cup, God forbid, if Cup ever goes down, not that he's Cup, but he'll I think he'll get an uptick in, in, in targets as, as well. So he might be a guy that you can get for two or three bucks on your on your waiver wire. Yeah, you, you probably need that injury to start him ever, but sure, like he, he's sort of like a handcuff in that way with his 
narrow as the route tree is? Is that the word I want? Narrow or short yeah. or small or thin? What's the route tree <laughs> descriptor? That's right. Um, tight end, we talked about Taysom Hill. You know, after you get to like 14, 15, they're all the same. I know. Little boxes on the hillside made of ticky-tacky. They're all the same. <laughs> They're all just two, three catches. Maybe they score. Maybe they don't. It uh, it doesn't even interest me to try to pick which ones. Jawan Johnson versus Daniel Bellinger. Like, it doesn't interest Who me. Who cares? I, right. I, I, I refuse to engage. Don't not do even going to do it. Delete. Cancel. <laughs> no. Right. Cancel big group. I, just don't. You start the week, you're like, oh, oh maybe. Maybe Kylan Granson. Oh, yeah. Just refuse to do no. that and settle for the guy you have because he was bad last week. He'll be good this week. Maybe. Or he'll, or he'll be, or he'll be bad like all the rest of them. And you save yourself a dollar on the way or three Yo, bucks. On that's the right. Wire. That's right. That Harrison that. Bryant or. Right. Mo Alley Cox. Will you stop? Please stop. Will Disley or Harrison Bryant stop. or Mo Alley Cox <laughs> or Jawan Johnson or Greg Dulcich. No. Or, or Kate Otten. Or Hunter Henry or Eric Saubert. Oh God, Hunter Henry! I oh did that. boy, I did that, and I like that. <laughs> I like I, it. I, I, I was a John o. Smith guy. I mean, I was both last year. I thought they were going to do two tight ends. We're going to get back to the Gronk, Aaron Hernandez days, and they just oh, John o. Smith. They signed him to a big deal before Hunter Henry. They don't do jack with him now. They're still not doing jack with him, but he's taking all the he's taking time away from Hunter Henry. Like, what is going on here? Figure it out. So then he doesn't Henry play, gave, Hunter, and Hunter Henry has a good game. He gave you a usable week anyway, right. Uh, right? Henry last week compared to most of these guys, and didn't need the touchdown to do it. That's a, that's right. a proven good player on a team. You're talking about their tight end history, yes. Um, I think there's hope there. For me, he's different than those other guys, but um, not by not by that much. Not not by much. Okay, off to the church. Uh- <laughs> Off the church tonight? You're praying for off to the praying church. for Noah Fant? Is that what's going on? I'm going to pray for Noah Fant and, and the rest <laughs> of that list. No, uh, my got to pick my son up from his scouts uh, get-together. Nice. That's where, they, that's where they have it. Nice. Any final thoughts? Week six. Washington, Chicago. Oh. The good news is Chicago is on next Monday night also. Just so gross. What do we New do? England. Chicago, New England. I'm thinking about just like not even just like – Spending the night with with the family. Like, you know what, babe? Tonight, like, maybe win some brownie points. You know what? Tonight, uh, I'll spend time with the – I don't need to – it's a big game, if, but I don't need to – I don't need to watch if, it. If she knows there is a game on that's Thursday night and sort of oh, a ritual she to put the knows. game on, then that could work. Oh, she definitely Candles. Ooh. Candles. Incense. Wow. <laughs> incense. The flavors of fall. The aromas of fall. Pumpkin <laughs> and apple and cinnamon sort of floating around. Nutmeg and clove. And different things. It's that or Justin Fields. Isn't there a football game tonight? What? Don't worry about football. (laughs) So, what's the best way to reach us? Twitter, Deep End FF1, at Shope Talk, at Adam Crowtworth with that long line in between the two names. That's right. Um, YouTube. What's what? uh, Draft Sharks, powered by Draft Sharks. You can reach us there. They love us. They, they, oh yeah, draft, draft sharks loves us. We are the, the heartbeat of draftsharks.com. Okay? <laughs> and don't you forget it, Lenny Papano. The soul, maybe not the soul, but the heartbeat. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening and watching tonight. Good luck in week six. Let us know your thoughts, comments, feedback, uh, what we got wrong, whatever. And we'll see you in the 
Fantasy Streets, and then next week here on the Deep End. Good night. See you guys.